Hi, welcome back to Chit Chat Chillin'. Today, I'm Nathan, and I play the bass clarinet. I'm joined by... Hi, I'm Ella. I play the flute. I'm Amelia. I play the alto sax. I'm Jesse. I play the tenor sax. I'm Lily. I also play the flute, and we are joined by... And I'm, uh... Mr. Gingrich, uh, trombone's my main thing, but I also stand in front of you guys and wave my arms on occasion. Yes, you yeah, do. That's true. <laughs> so, Mr. Gingrich, how are you today? I'm doing well. I've got my little 11-month-old son, Elijah, sitting on my lap here, so you may hear him in the background. He's so cute. I'm sure it's all good. So, uh, today we've got some questions for you. Are you ready to answer some? I'm ready. Okay. What's your favorite or least favorite part of, of your job as a music teacher? My favorite part um, for sure is being in front of you guys. Um, I, I have to say I really miss the in-person classes at this time and, uh, and the practical nature of it, the mentorship sort of responsibility that goes with the fine arts and the performing arts uh, that to me is huge um, there's a lot of um, coaching and feedback and back and forth um, it's a spiral learning curve really I mean there are things we're doing this year that you would know that from grade seven and yet we're doing them at a different level and mm -hmm. uh, and so to me that kind of thing is um, is really cool. I, I just like that element of constant improvement and honing and working at something to improve the product and to improve ourselves. Your least cool. favorite? <laughs> My least favorite? Oh, man. Well, I guess that's probably pretty easy to say, too. I don't like marks. I'm not a big <laughs> fan of paperwork. <laughs> I... Um, I have to say that uh, I I find those two items, um, it, things within teaching that I don't look forward to. Um, I understand they're necessary towards sort of the end product at the end of a term or of a class, but uh, they I don't find them necessarily the be all end all, and certainly they aren't um, you know the descriptor of a person, and that. That's we do a lot of with people. That's that's our job is working with people, and so I think that uh, part of things to me kind of just it irritates. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> yeah. I can agree with that. I don't like marks either. Not <laughs> my favorite part. Well, is there? No. A, there you go. Is there a marking? <laughs> is there like a way to mark that you think would be better fitted for fine arts? Say since like you said that. Marking the way we do it doesn't really show the person or the character. Is there a way that you would um, I think, right. Um, I think um, that element of evidence of learning, um, showing understanding is a big part. Um, I think that element of feedback and um, being able to ask you as a student, you know, what have you gotten out of this? Where do you think you need to go with this is, is great. Um, I, um, I don't, I, I think the, um, the marks tends to give a sense of finite and you can talk to professional musicians who've been 
career players, soloists with the greatest orchestras in the world. And they're maybe up there in their 80s. And you ask, so do you still practice? I mean, why would you need to practice? You've played with, you know, hundreds of orchestras in your life. And you've made all the great legendary recordings. And yet, they say, I'm still learning. And so I, I think that um, if we can get to a point where we're, you know, we're looking and we're searching and we're working towards something um, and enjoying that progress and enjoying that path uh that's that's to me sort of the 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 goal um because we're always going to be working towards being better better players and better human beings but um yeah yeah i I, you know it it's it's kind of a fine line to walk i get it because uh, the fine arts also fit into you know the the school mentality and and there's that element of needing grades to get into a post-secondary institution. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think there's a lot to be said for, uh, for seeing the progress and seeing um, the effort. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, you were talking yeah. about a spiral learning curve, I believe. Yeah. So I was yep. wondering, is that does that have any influence to why you chose to teach band <laughs> at the high school level and not maybe middle school or elementary? Oh well, I did teach junior high, um, and I've I've taught at a number of different levels over the years. Um, I have taught high school the longest now, but um, I, I like the ability to uh, work with students who've had a couple of years of experience um, to have some expectations. Um, there's the the element that we can get past a little bit of um, sort of the, the absolute beginner stuff, but um, but we're still working in at a level two that there's lots of energy and lots of enthusiasm and yeah um, I, I think there's a lot of rewards in all levels of of uh, music education. I, I wouldn't necessarily uh, say one is better than the other. I think there's 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 advantages on each level too, for different reasons. And, uh, I, and I've seen teachers move from junior, uh, secondary to senior secondary. And I've also seen them move back to junior secondary. I've seen them go to elementary music and, and for different and various reasons and all in successful moves with lots of great opportunities and, and good, good fun. Yeah. Good fun. Um, would you say that you have a favorite, like, out of what you've taught, um, yeah, I mean, I I like the I like grade ten to twelve. I think uh, it's it's great um, as far as being able to push and and achieve a good level. Um, I like the sense of independence I can expect from students, um, and I I like the ability to kind of see them off when they're you know graduating and whatnot, and they're doing wonderful things. And I, I stay in touch with them too on occasion. I have to say that uh, the element of social media and stuff has been a great way to see the progression and, uh, and lots of pride that I get to take in, in seeing the, uh, the progress and the successes of, of previous students. It's very cool. So, so yeah, I like senior secondary. That's good to know. Well, what, what for you as a music teacher, other than the fact that we can no longer play our instruments in class, has been the biggest change during COVID? 
<laughs> not playing instruments in class. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. that's, that's been definitely the biggest thing. I think it's, it's tragic that we don't get the personable sense in the class, the same way as in person playing the same way as without a mask in front. And we can, we can sit in a circle. Oftentimes in our class, we'd be sitting in a circle, not facing the board and trying to space the chairs out as much as possible. And, um, and we, we get to work through things with uh, that instant feedback. That's normal in a musical setting where there's either modeling playing where you play or I play. And then we talk and talk about watch for this or, or check your sound or adjust this. And, um, now in COVID, when we're so much of what we do is online and certainly exclusively online right now, there's that element of not being able to um, have that instant feedback. So I see you working. I, it's great that you got your cameras on, but that element of like, well, did I hear whether or not, you know, there was a, a squeak that we could check and maybe is there a way that I could be explaining, get more air through the instrument so we have a bigger sound or let's move through that line in, the, in a different kind of way. Those those elements um, we don't get on the online environment, and I really miss that. I think that, um, and and I, I, I think it's fair to say that um, I I feel like we're depriving you a little bit of that experience. Um, that said, too, I would I would continue on with, we didn't get a band camp this fall. <laughs> that, yeah. That's huge. We we didn't have a feeder school night where we get to invite all of our junior high friends over. We didn't. Um, you know, normally this week we'd have a concert at the Jubilee Theater and we'd be like getting our uniforms on and we'd be inviting hundreds of our family and friends out and um, you'd see the choir perform and you'd see the strings perform and they'd see you perform. I mean, those kind of things, even the stuff that we do do right now around um, like band articulations at concert band on Wednesday afternoons. <laughs> um I think they seem there's a still a foreign sense around them in that we we can't model together we can't work them out together and I, and I I miss that for me but I miss that for you and 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 I you know I I'm sad about that I really hope we get to in person playing sooner than later <laughs> right Elijah <laughs> and uh yeah, so I guess um, those those things certainly are uh, things that have come up because of COVID that uh, we can't change. I mean, it's important that we keep our you know safety and distance and and our health. Yeah. But at the same time, I you know I feel bad. We're missing out. So hang in there because I look forward to when we really get back to in person. That's what I say. I think that it's, you know, it's definitely <laughs> big impact on us like I know I personally started band later than most students I started semester two of grade eight so I've only been playing really for just under two years mm -hmm. um and it's hard not to be able to have that teacher there with you to actually help you like with the little things yeah when you're online they can't hear you so they're just kind of going with it and so that definitely makes it a little bit harder because even with like when you're when we're doing clinicians online like they try their best but it's not that easy so yeah totally you're absolutely 100 percent on there yeah like that's that's it right i mean 
Um, I, I, I say, please come to tutorials. And I say that not because I'm like, Mwahaha, I want to like really tell you how it is, but it's more of that element so that you can play. Um, maybe I can respond to that or, or we can have a little bit of modeling going on in terms of no, try it this way or whatever. And, uh, yeah, it's true. It's it. And, and, and I get it that, that element too of even saying come to tutorials isn't exactly the easiest thing because there's a couple of steps involved in that right so so i i all of those things come play into you know the sort of the bummer that it is right now of every yeah. of the way things are rolling Absolutely. yeah well yeah i feel like between behind every instrument that we choose to play there is always a story for me i chose to play the bass clarinet mostly because um I didn't want it to play brass because when Miss, when our band teacher was explaining the options for instruments, she mentioned there were woodwinds and there was brass, and that brasses brass people use a mouthpiece, and I didn't really want to learn how to buzz, so I chose <laughs> to not go with brass instruments and chose to go with woodwinds. Then I decided I didn't want to play with the double reed, and then I decided I didn't want to play with clarinets or flutes because there was a lot of them, so I ended yep. up choosing the bass clarinet. That's how I got to the bass clarinet. How did you get to choosing trombone? <laughs> right on. That's a really cool story. Um, so mine's a lot simpler. So I, I started band in grade six. Uh, I grew up on Vancouver Island, actually. So out on the West Coast. And uh, I'd been taking piano lessons since I was about five-ish. And uh, my parents always encouraged that and pushed that. And I have a twin brother. Okay, I'm an identical twin. He does not live in Calgary, so you won't walk down the road and see him. Unless you'll probably see me at the same time. I know you're like, ah, oh, darn. <laughs> but um, he chose clarinet uh, for grade six band. And uh, I chose trombone. And basically what it amounted to is my dad had played clarinet and my grandfather had played trombone. And... We were kind of okay with any instrument going into grade six. And I thought, well, I'll try trombone because my grandpa played it. Maybe it's cool. And I really fell in love with the instrument. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Maybe. I, uh, my parents were never professional musicians. They were passionate amateur musicians. And so um, they gave me lots of musical experience in different ways, but not really brass ways. And I remember getting to university and going, let's see, I've been in choir... I've jumped on percussion once or twice in band because it was a tiny rinky-dink band program that I was part of. Um, I've uh, played trombone and I can play piano. So maybe I've got the choice to be, you know, a percussionist or trombone or piano in university. I, my first semester of university is when I found out you could study voice at the university level. Okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I, for, for all the musical experiences i'd had i was kind of limited in what i knew and didn't know and so i got to university i thought i'll do trombone that's probably the shortest lineup as far as you know people trying out for trombone in university and yeah maybe that was the case but i did not know the world out there of brass <laughs> and, and i got there and all of a sudden oh all this stuff and so that anyways i guess that that's a long and short that that wasn't the part where i was talking about choosing the instrument initially but um mm -hmm. i chose it because my grandpa and my grandfather gave me his trombone shortly before he passed away and so i still have that it's actually kind of a cool wow. collector's item yeah. i got it overhauled so i'm kind of proud of it i i should show you guys at one point but uh yeah. i it's an old 
trombone from 1927, but it looks pretty okay. awesome because overhauled means it's been like redone. Yeah. And um, yeah, that sounds like a so lot of that, fun. That's really that's yeah. actually, that's quite similar to how I got to playing the flute. Both my parents both played the flute, and I actually oh, yeah. have my mom's flute with me. I'm still trying to learn how to play because it has um, open hold keys. So it has right. the whole the top. So it's kind of hard to, I'm struggling to learn how to play that, but yeah. Sure, sure. I have like Amelia. a similar story. My mom played alto sax like throughout all of her high school career. She probably played alto from grade seven band to like university. So now I play hers. Yeah. Okay. So like in grade seven, when we were starting band, she's like, oh, like you should join band because here's my alto sax. And then, mm -hmm. yeah, that's just how I started. Yeah, there you go. For me, it wasn't either of my parents. Like, um, it was kind of more like pressure from my friends in grade eight. Like, I don't know like, what you're talking about. Everyone loves pressure. It, it was like yeah. half and half because I ended up joining halfway through the year because I knew that I wouldn't be allowed to join in grade nine. And I was already halfway through grade eight. And I was like, well, if I want to join, this is my chance. Like, I've got, they've got an opening. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do it. Why not? Like, it'll be a good experience. And then half my friends who were in band all played flute, and they kind of pressured me into doing no. But, you what? know, I don't regret it because, I mean, it's fun, and I really like it. But I, wa I, I, wanted a I wanted a flute buddy. <laughs> I wanted someone to play flute with. Come on. I think I definitely ended up, like, inclined towards music in the first place, though, because of my parents and, like, my dad. I don't know. He played a lot of instruments when he was younger. He still probably has, like, six or seven random who-knows-what just sitting in the garage. <laughs> and pull it down, and it's like, oh, this is some sort of string instrument. I don't know what it is, but your grandma to me. And I'm like, cool. I mean, awesome. cool. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Jesse? Yeah. Jesse? Okay, I think Jesse well, um, Oh, there he is. So, so how <laughs> I got into the... So first, I actually first played alto sax. Um, I, I saw that everyone was, like, playing, like, percussion. So uh, I'm really, like, so confused. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know anyway, you I, was, I was, like, considering percussion because I'd played piano for about three years previously. And percussion is easier when you know what uh like know how to play piano because you know mm -hmm. all like the the marimba the xylophone stuff like that mm -hmm. um but but i saw like saxophone and i was like oh we actually have a saxophone at home might as well learn this <laughs> turns out it was a tenor sax which is what i play now because we had one and i wanted to switch so i actually switched halfway through grade uh eight i believe Tenor sax. So yeah, um, I don't know what really got me interested into it. I just saw it one day. I was like, "What's that?" And my dad was like, "Oh, that's my old tenor sax." I was like, "Oh, that's cool." So, All of you guys had like parents that ended up playing. Yeah, yeah. Really like, cool. my family is not musically inclined at all. Yeah, it helped yeah. for me that I also played piano like five years prior to like joining band, and so my mom wanted me to keep playing an instrument. So she's like, "If you want to like quit piano, I would like you to go in band, and you can play alto sax because we have one." I think okay. everyone as a kid played piano. You did it. You're special. You're an outcast. Haley's an outcast. Oh my god. 
Well, I'm an outcast. For those who don't know, uh, Mr. Gingrich here actually studied in Germany for a while. Oh. Yep. So, why did you choose to go to Germany to study? Well, I remember actually at the beginning of my um, undergrad studies, I went to the University of Regina and I just finished high school, straight out to Regina and started studying trombone. And there was a guy who was probably five years ahead of me who was like known in the school of music as like the heavy, like the guy who spent time just learning the horn and practicing his tail off. And he was in music education, but he'd taken a year off just to practice and just to take lessons on trombone, won the concerto competition, had played with the band of the ceremonial guard, had played in the world youth orchestra through Jeunesse Musicale. <laughs> and uh and i was inspired by this guy and i found out that he was on his way to germany to study with a guy that he'd met through this jeunesse musicale and uh and i was really taken by that i was like that's kind of cool um i also at the end of my first degree had no inclination to um start teaching right away i was still young and uh, I was offered a job, so I'm kind of proud of that. But uh, I, I didn't want to do that. I'd, I'd been playing a few summers in the band of the Ceremonial Guard, which is another story, by the way. And uh, it was, um, it was uh, something that I, I thought, you know, I want to travel. I want to check some stuff out. I'd met a friend who was a trumpet player from Germany. And uh, I thought, I'm going to take a month off and go over there and travel around and see if I can't figure out something. I was interested in either some more performance studies or maybe even possibly instrument manufacture, like instrument building. And in Germany, there's a lot of instrument builders. Um, so I spent a month traveling around and it was fantastic. I highly recommend it if you can do that on a budget and safely. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and uh, teachers and i was offered a place to study in lubeck in the northern part of germany and in weimar and weimar was where this one friend of mine was studying and so i i chose to go there and i ended up there for about seven years actually studying and freelancing and teaching and uh that's um i guess the the longer sh story of how i kind of got there and yeah ended up doing jazz studies and advanced artist diploma and and teaching for a number of years so. That's actually really cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I would love awesome. to just, I would love to travel like that. Oh yeah, that was yeah. Cool. yeah. Just being able to go halfway across the world and go to school. Like that oh, was yeah. so cool. So now do you want to hear a little anecdote while I was traveling around? So I was down in Munich area and uh, I'd um I'd been staying at this hostel for a night or two and I was looking at like, I didn't know German when I got there. Okay. I was a French immersion kid. Like many of you are. Um, mm -hmm. So I could speak French and English and I was kind of listening. I was keeping my ear out so I could sort of pick up words and stuff. And over the course of my staying in Germany and stuff, I, I learned it very well. Like I can speak well, Germans will speak German with me. Let's put it that way. So um, <laughs> anyway, so we're, um, but, uh, when I was there, I saw Musikschule in this little town that I was in. And I thought, okay, well, music school, that's what it sounds like and looks like on the, so I went in and I said, what kind of programs do you offer? I'm just curious. And they go, well, what is your background? And I said, well, I've done a degree in trombone already in, in music education. And they said to me, um, well, this is probably not the place for you. And I found out that this, it was more of a music school for, for if you wanted to take lessons 
or, or be part of an ensemble because they don't have band programs in schools the same way. But anyways, the receptionist said, there is this band that's like, they rehearse every week or whatever on this evening um, around the corner. If you want to go there at like 7 p.m. tonight, I'm sure they would be okay with you sitting in or checking things out. And so I said, sure. And so I go in that evening <laughs> and, and I'd already had a, gotten a degree in trombone and played in a number of bands and stuff. So I, my reading chops were pretty good, was what you say. And so I could read down everything that they were playing that they were playing. And they said, Oh, this is awesome. We've got a gig like in two nights. Do you wanna do you wanna play with us? And within and this was already the first week I'd ever been in Germany. That mm-hmm. gig was the later hosen and the, like the pub kind of atmosphere that everything you would expect in a German umpa band kind of scenario. <laughs> and I got to play in that within a week of being in Germany. So it was kind of hilarious. And there was a trombone player, it was a community band who was from Edmonton, if, of, of all places. So they thought that that trombone player had brought me along. And I was like, we didn't know each other, which is kind of hilarious. <laughs> all Canadians know each other. So you Absolutely. Know. Oh, yeah. Oh, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone knows everyone. It's just yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, like 36 million uh, people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Well, our last trip to, to Europe in 2019 was actually kind of a trip down memory lane. And I was able to show the students from Eberhardt where I studied and hey. even some of the people I, you know, had studied with and uh, it was neat it was cool we actually even did a concert with students at the Musikschule where I used to teach so the teachers there and, and me and uh, and our students and stuff came together it was very cool so I was pretty That's proud really of it really nice so. yeah. well um, I'm sure since you're a music teacher you listen to music of some sort so what's your favorite genre and, or, and favorite composer or artist Oh, yeah, I'll put the microphone back. I'm, I'm keeping the microphone off just so I can hear your question or else the microphone picks up. And Because uh, yes. of him. And so uh, what's my favorite genre? Well, I, I like a lot of different music. I'll, I'll say I like just about any music as long as it's well played. Okay. If it's had a high level. Eli is just about done, hey? And, uh, and so... Um, that being said, I do really like soul and R&B and sort of funk music. So I'm a Prince fan. Um, I like uh, Maceo Parker. Do you know, Maceo Parker was a saxophone player, actually, with James Brown. And still to this day, tours and plays concerts. And um, so I'm a big fan of him. In high school, I liked Billy Joel. So I've seen Billy Joel a couple of times in concert. Um that's and cool. uh but i mean i'll also listen to um like I, I like jazz a lot i've studied jazz and um and i'm a big fan of classical music too so it kind of it's pretty varied <laughs> yeah. it's high level i like that yeah <laughs> what about you Makes guys sense. Oh, sure. <laughs> uh, Ella, um i don't know my, my taste in music kind of is all over the place. I usually tend to go for alternative, but I don't know. I'm not very picky when, it, unless it's Amelia's music. I'm not very no, picky. No, it's not that. It's you literally listen to my Amelia. music the other night, and I'm like, 
I've given you many chances, and you have many times. And the last time you gave me the chances, Baker said, Baker said it was all good music last time. Remember? She said it was good. Uh Uh-huh. And you liked it, too. All of your music. Anyways. Well, doesn't mean I trust you with the ox cord. Okay, (laughs) Amelia, what would you say, then, for your... Okay, well, whatever I say, I'm gonna get shot down by Ella, and she's gonna say that it's bad. So, right... Well, I don't know. I just, I I had, like, a rap phase for, like, the past three years. But now, honestly, it's just all over the place. Like, I listen to so many different, like, types of music. It just, it just depends on, like, if, if I like the song or not, honestly. You so, like, yeah. you like TikTok music. If you find, you just have, like, a playlist from, mu- from all the music from TikTok. I think so... I don't I th- because some of the music on TikTok is not great. Like on a clip, it's all right, but like as a full three-minute song. Okay, Jesse. Yeah. Jesse, what about you? Jesse, yeah, what it about depends. You, Jesse? <laughs> Sorry, I forgot what we were talking about again. <laughs> favorite genre of favorite. music. Favorite genre. Well, I've been listening to a lot of like country music. If you know what I mean, like yeah, 80s yeah. music. Yeah, no. like, yeah, I like I like that style of music, like with the the guitar, electric guitar, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, what about Baker? you, Billy? Uh, me. <laughs> Honestly, everything. Like, I like eighties, like older rock, um, pop, alternative, country. Even some rap I'll listen to. So, like, honestly, I'm mm-hmm. mix of everything. I w- I will say. I trust Haley's taste in music the most. <laughs> we listen to the exact same. No, we do not. Amelia, we do not. Well, when it comes to like pop and rap, we do. Not, not exactly. When it comes to older stuff. If Anyways, Haley says it's okay. good, Haley says it's Nathan. good. Nathan, me. Nathan, how about you? Um, <laughs> yeah. I just like music where I can just listen to while doing something else. So I don't really like rap music because <laughs> it kind of gets everywhere. I think yeah. how like rap music kind of feels like it's everywhere, kind of like just yeah, music yeah. where it just zones into the background and then I can do something else. Yeah. 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 Right now, you can't judge my music taste because I've only been listening okay. to Christmas music, and okay, you can't shoot down Christmas okay, music. Well, well, so <laughs> I think pretty sure Eli is not very happy. So <laughs> let's end it off with one final question. As a music teacher, what do you wish to what what, what do you wish your legacy to us to be? Whew. Well, I do have a saying um, for all music students coming into the program. It's not what you come in with; it's what you leave with. And the idea behind that being that um, you can come in to the program no matter where you're at okay we all come in with different skill sets and sometimes those skill sets aren't necessarily music sets but if you can always come in with great effort great enthusiasm you can always bring in those skills of being on time being engaged being um interested um organized and all of those things are huge as far as developmental ability in music and in anything really. Mm-hmm. And so when you leave, I want to see that, you know, you've got a direction that you've, um, and it doesn't have to be that it's, it's totally like 
sort it out for the rest of your life. That's not what I'm talking about. I don't think I had that sorted out at the end of high school. But I think that um, but that you maybe have a direction in terms of you've got some you've got some skills on how to study, on how to practice, maybe on how to um, approach things and be creative around that. And I think um, that would be a fantastic legacy to have. You know, wonderful young people who are contributors to society, who bring great ideas forward, who are willing to listen to others, um, who are willing to work as a team. I think all of those things um, are a product of uh, a great program and the, a great um, sense of, of being. So I, that's, I, I would say those yeah. are the, the things we're looking for. Well, that's, that's a great awesome. legacy. I feel I definitely am catching on to that legacy. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, he's so cute. <laughs> I think we will end it off there if no one else has any questions for Mr. Gingrich. Yeah, I think we're good. All right. Well, thanks for listening to Chit Chat Chillin'. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Chit Chat Chillin'. And yeah, till next Tuesday. See you guys. Awesome. Thanks so much, guys. That was great.